So we closed the deal and it wasn't until about a year later that the person that actually purchased the deal had defaulted on the payments. Uh, they were behind three months, so they had to vacate the property. And we knew that if we didn't want to lose all the money that was put into the deal, that we had to do something about it. And I didn't want to let my investor lose his money. So um, I ended up actually driving up to Fort McMurray and doing everything I could to make sure that we got rid of this property so that we could make a profit. Hey, welcome to today's episode of the Tom Talk Show. My name is Thomas Deneve and I'm the host of the Tom Talk Show. And today we're going to be talking about real estate and how I did my first real estate deal with zero down and how I ended up making $7,500 out of that deal without putting any of my own money into it. I'm going to give you guys the resources and all the different things that I believe would be helpful for you guys. For those of you that are listening to this that want to go out there and do your first real estate deal or if you're just uh, interested in this side of things and just want to learn how to do uh, no money down and just understand how to do the creative real estate strategy. So that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure please do subscribe to this. Please do rate my podcast and share it with a friend. Share it with someone that that you think this would bring value to. Um, I really appreciate all the support. Um, My my goal for this podcast is to reach a thousand listeners um, by the end of the year. We're at about 500 right now. So um, your support and your help would be greatly appreciated. Appreciated. So let's just jump into the episode. All right. So real estate, real estate is one of the most uh, exciting topics. I, I'm actually super passionate about real estate, not only because of the money, but just because of the freedom that you can gain from it. Now, I'm obviously in the early stages of my kind of real estate career. Um, and um, that's why I'm not going to talk too in depth about it, because I don't know a ton. I don't know a lot of stuff from experience. But uh, the thing that I'm going to be sharing with you today is something that I've actually done. So it is uh, done through experience. But the other things that I'm obviously looking for forward to doing, which is like buying uh, multifamily complexes that are like 32 units plus or like hotels and buildings and whatnot. Like those are the things that I'm looking towards in the future. But as for right now, what what I'm mainly focused on is just building my um, experience through wholesaling and through flipping homes. And uh, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today. So um, I'm currently in the process right now of actually um, digging out another deal. So I'm going to be sharing with that on my on my YouTube channel on my vlog and I'm kind of just recording that journey and that experience. So if you want to follow that, you can go just uh, to YouTube and search up my name and go and check out my YouTube channel and just follow that if you want to. But um, today we're going to be talking about like I said, real estate and how you guys can do your first no money down deal. Is no money down even possible? Well, the answer to that is simple. It, the answer to that is yes. The there there is It is possible to do no money down. Uh, I met this guy one time. His name was Ed. And Ed is a big time investor in in the States, in California. And Ed, when he he was, I I believe the, the story goes, he dropped out of school. He was living on the beach with a surfboard. And now Ed is worth $300 million, $300 million. And it's all because of real estate. That's that's literally what he did. And um, the book that you can actually pick up is called Nothing Down. It's by a guy by the name of um, Robert A. Allen or something. I, I, I'm going to get the book and, and I'll come back and, and I'll tell you guys what the book's actual title is at the end of the at the end of the podcast. But um, as for as for right now, how I was able to do this, I actually ended up I, I bought a, a real estate course 
course. It was called uh, The Clever Investor. Now, maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't. Um, if you want, you can go and Google that and check it out. But basically, I bought this course when I was about uh, 15 or 16 years old. Um, and I went through this course, and that's when I actually learned the no money down strategy. I learned how to do this stuff. Uh, I learned from a guy by the name of Josh Altman. Uh, Altman, I, I believe I pronounced his name right, hopefully. Um, but anyway, he's one of the teachers inside the course. And then there's also another guy, can't remember his name right now, but he's actually the main guy who created the Clever Investor program. And after I went through that program, I started to see like, okay, this is real. And then I met another guy down in California when I was uh, down there uh, racing and, and training named Bill. And Bill was the one who actually told me to get this book called uh, Nothing Down, um, and so I went and picked up that book. It's an old book and, uh, millions of copy have been sold. But the thing about books is that a lot of people pick up books. Like a lot of people are even going to listen to this podcast. And if this, if this is you listen to this podcast, then I would encourage you to take action on what you're learning. Cause so many people read things, they learn things, they they, and they never do anything with it, right? So what's the point of learning it? And what's the point of spending the time doing it if, if you're not going to use it, right? So please use this information that I'm going to be sharing with you today because it actually works and it actually is real. Um, it's something that I'm doing right now to take me take myself out of the current situation that I'm in, right? My, my, my marketing business is not doing uh, the best it's ever done. It's kind of starving right now. And so is my other businesses. So things are hard right now with COVID, but something that I can always lean back on is my skills and my, and the knowledge that I've acquired over the years of doing all the things that I've been doing. And that's something that no one can ever take away from me, not even the economy or anything, right? So you can always lean back on this information and, and then be able to take action with it, right? Because uh, knowledge is not power, okay? Action with knowledge is power. That's what's powerful. And that's what you need to do, okay? So what I did to attract a deal to me, the first thing that I did was I created a Facebook advertisement. And that Facebook advertisement was very simple. It was just me on camera saying that um, I wanted to buy someone's home and then I targeted homeowners. It was on Facebook. And all I did was led them into a message, um, into, a, into sending me a message on Facebook. I would have a conversation with them and then I would talk to them about their situation and see if I could help right? If I could help, then I would go and meet with them. I'll go and see the place. And that was typically how it worked. And from that campaign, I got like over 400 or something people. And out of those 400 people, I think I talked with like 30. And out of those 30, I, I actually got one deal. So I started getting all these messages coming in and it was a little overwhelming and, this, and it was a little um, kind of stressful at the time because I had so many people to respond to. But uh, the thing was, is and something that you guys can do if you don't want to spend money on ads, because I was spending money to get those ads placed, obviously. Um, so what you can do and something that also worked for me was you can actually just post um, on on Facebook Marketplace that you're looking to buy home. Right. So you can just post a house up there. And then instead of saying home for sale, you can say looking to buy a home in this price range. Right. And then you can put the price range there, whatever it is, 400,000, 200,000, whatever it is. And people will reach out to you. People will actually be like, oh, you're looking to buy a home in this price range. Right. So that's another way that you can do it. You can also do it by just reaching out to people that have their homes listed online already. So you can just reach out to these people. You want to make sure it make sure it's for sale by owner. 
So meaning that they don't have a real estate agent or something like this, you want to make sure that it's for sale by owner. So that way you can negotiate, you can talk to them directly about the property and you can figure out their situation directly. Whereas if you go through a real estate agent, not to say it's not bad, like when you get to a higher level and you start to be able to, um, um, buy properties and not worry about the commission or anything like that, the expenses, then I would highly suggest using a real estate agent because they're professionals in that area. Anytime that you can use a professional, um, you should always use a professional. Anytime you can use a professional marketer, you should always use a professional marketer. Anytime you, sh- you can use a professional coach, you should get a professional coach to train you, right? Like anytime you can get someone that's professional to do something and help you, you, you should do it. But if you can't off the start, then you need to do whatever it takes to get to the point to where you can, right? And that's how you get better. That's how you improve. So you get to a point where you do it to yourself or you you get to a point where you, you do it yourself. You continue to put in the work. You continue to hustle, grind. And then when you get to a point where you can hire someone to do that stuff, then you would do that, okay? But let's go, let's go back. kind of went off on a tangent there. But what you want to do is you want to look for places and you want to post up those listings on Facebook Marketplace in your local area, whatever. And then when you find places, another another good tip here, actually, this is a little golden nugget here, is what you can do is you can actually look at rental properties and you can message them and say, hey, would you be interested in selling your rental property? Now, some people are going to say absolutely not. But then what you can say is, then what I do is I ask them, are you an investor? Is this one of your investment properties? If they say yes, then that means I would say, okay, sweet. Would you be interested in meeting for coffee or would you be interested in, in, um, talking over the phone? Right. Um, I'm looking to invest in some properties in the area and just wondering if you have a few minutes, I would love to talk with you. Right. Um, about the area and and what you know about it and whatnot. Right. Most of the time they're going to say, yeah, sure. Right. So, so that's a good connection that you can gain from doing that. Um, uh, that's, that's something that you can do. So first thing you gotta do is you gotta find a deal. Okay. That's, that's the number one thing. So when I found the deal, um, it was like this, this trailer, it was kind of beat up and and the girl was wanting $30,000 for it. Okay. The city assessment value was, I think 45,000 or $50,000, I think. And she wanted 30, 32,000. I think it was before, um, and then I was like, okay, that sounds good, but I knew it was too much. So I was like, you know what? Um, I can't buy it for that price, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to help you because I understand you're in a pretty tight situation and I knew she was. So I was like, I'll help you market the property. So what I did was I put it up online. I did a couple of Facebook lives. I advertised it for her and I tried to help her just advertise it so she could just sell it herself. And unfortunately, no one came through. A couple people did, but no one actually bit. No one ever bought the property. So what I did was, is I said, you know what, she's, she said, well, Tom, how much would you need to buy it for in order to buy it off me? And that's where I gave her a, a really low price. The price that I gave her when um, I, I first said it, I even was doubting it in my mind, but I knew that that's what I would have to get it for in order to do anything with it. So I offered it to her. I said, I'll take it off your hands for $10,000 cash. And I didn't have the cash myself. So um, I knew I was going to have to go out and find the cash, but I knew that the deal was going to be so good that I would be able to go and find the cash quickly. So I offered it to her. I said, I'll give you $10,000 for this place right now if you if you accept that. She said, you know what, I'm going to have to think about it. She thought about it for a couple days and then she decided to sign the contract. 
So she signed the contract and that contract is really basic contract. It's called an offer to purchase contract. And basically what it, what you can get that off of Law Depot, you can go to your uh, local real estate um, lawyer and get a contract like that and you can just sign it. And once you sign that contract, then you can do something which is basically you're entitled to ownership of that property. And this is the strategy for which is called wholesaling. So once you get that offer to purchase contract signed, like I said, you can go to your local um, real estate law firm or you can just get it on lawdepot.com. And that's where I got it. And I just signed that contract with her. And then I went out and tried to raise the money. Now, uh, I actually ended up raising the money pretty quickly. I had a $10,000 check written and uh, made out to uh, Tammy. But the thing about this deal was it wasn't actually a true wholesale deal because I actually had the investor buy the property, whereas a true wholesale deal would have been, um, I would have had the investor buy the property, but I would have had my cut come out of that. Whereas I had the investor buy the property for the price that I wanted to get it for. And then I knew that we were going to be able to sell it for, we, we were hoping 30, 32,000 or 30,000. That's what we were hoping to get it for or hoping to sell it for. Okay. So, um, anyway, so I went and raised the money. We got the contract signed, everything was good. And then we closed and we now owned this piece of property for $10,000 or this, this trailer. Okay. Now, the, the thing about this trailer was the land underneath the trailer was leased. So we had to make payments every single month to this land. I think it was like uh, $1,500. And um, we had to make that payment every single month, even if there was no one renting the place or anything. So we knew that we had to market the crap out of this place and try and get it filled. So we ended up actually listing it for $60,000. And we sold it in two weeks for $60,000. But the thing was, is the the people that ended up buying the place couldn't actually afford it. So we decided to give them owner financing, which means that we own the place and we'll finance it for you. So you don't have to go to the bank because they wouldn't qualify to get a loan on the place. So the, the, the guy was, it was a young couple and they had, uh, I think they had two kids or they had one kid and another kid was on the way. And um, the guy had just got a job. And, um, it, it seemed like everything was promised and everything was good. And we were charging like 2% interest on the loan and all this stuff. So we were actually going to make $70,000 on this property over the next five years. And, um, so it was a really, really good deal, like super, super good deal. The people were really happy with the place. They loved the place and, uh, we were happy with the deal. Everyone was happy. So, uh, we went through with it. We signed the paperwork and we got the deal done. Now, the thing that happened a few months later, um, I believe it was about a year later that something significant really happened that uh, we were not expecting. So the thing that ended up happening was they defaulted on the payments. So they were, um, and they were, they signed a piece of paper that basically said they were going to pay us just like as if we were the bank every single month, right? Certain payment. I believe it was like 400 bucks. It wasn't expensive. And, um, it was, it was, um, a really good deal for them. They didn't have to put any money. Actually, they put $2,000 or $4,000 down on the property. And then they had to make payments of 412 bucks or something like that every single month. So it was really cheap, really good deal for them. Um, 
but uh, the, the problem was is that this young man had lost his job up, up in Fort McMurray. For those of you that are listening to this that are up there, um, I'm from Fort McMurray and uh, the job market up there just isn't what it used to be. People are losing their jobs left, right and center and it's just not what it used to be up there. Um, I'm praying and I hope that things get better up there. But um, for this for this young man, he ended up losing his job. We gave them three months grace. So meaning that they had three months to basically get out and find a new place. And uh, then we ended up going back to Fort Mac and I took some more pictures of the place, made sure it was in good condition. And we ended up trying to remarket and sell the place again. So I definitely didn't want to lose my investors $10,000 investment. And I definitely did not want to just leave the property and let the the land payments keep coming and occurring because that was going to go into the uh, the owner of the property which was the investor right and i didn't want that to happen so what i did was i drove up to fort mcmurray i took a bunch of pictures and i advertised the crap out of the place and um, we ended up listing it for um thirty two thousand dollars and we ended up selling it for, I, th- I believe we sold it for $30,000. And there was some other things that were in place. Um, like we, we were behind on some land payments, so we had to catch up on those payments. So we ended up taking a certain portion of that 30000 paying off that. And then we had to take the remaining amount, and that was basically the cut. And that's how we made the, that's how I made the $7,500 um, commission basically for um, finding this deal finding the money and the partner to do it, and then obviously finding a, a buyer. And, and at this time, it was not a an investor that bought. It was a retail buyer. It was someone who actually wanted to live in the property. And sometimes those are the best people to find because if they love the place, when you love the place, the pres- the perceived value of the place goes up a lot, right? Whereas if you're an investor, you're looking for the best deal all the time, right? So um, it's kind of a a toss up with who you want to market your properties to. But in this case, we ended up doing pretty good with just marketing it to the general public and selling it by um, just selling it ourselves um, by owner. And uh, we ended up making our money back and made quite a bit more. Um, so that, that was how my first deal went through. Like I said, uh, there's, there's a couple of things that you can do. So number one is you want to find your first deal. Uh, you can do this through a number of different ways. You can, you could go on YouTube, uh, maybe go to, uh, there's a website called biggerpockets.com and, uh, it's basically like a group of investors and a group of real estate people and they have free education, a bunch of free stuff over there. I'd highly suggest going over there. That's biggerpockets.com. I believe that's what it's called. I believe that's what the website is and then uh, what you can do to find your first deal is you can go on like facebook marketplace you can go on kijiji you can just talk to your local real estate people and see what deals have not been sold on the market or you can message people that are renting their properties like these are just a few ways for you to do this you can also set up bandit signs i have a friend who's setting up bandit bandit signs which basically means like he's writing his phone number on like a basically like a little board it's like a little billboard and he goes and places them all over all over the city and he gets phone calls from them right and and uh i i think he said he's done one deal from them so far so like it's pretty good right um so you can do stuff like that to find deals now the next thing you can next thing you want to do is you want to figure out a way to get a contract so like i said you can either go to your local real estate firm 
and um, you can just ask them if they can give you an offer to purchase contract or you can ask them about the process. Just go have a meeting with them and ask them about the process. Tell them about what you're looking to do. Tell them you're looking to start doing um, wholesaling, which means that you're going to be doing double closes and uh, they'll know what that's all about. So just ask them those things. The next thing you're going to want to do is you want to go to lawdepot.com. If you're if you if you're in a place where you just don't want to go see lawyers and stuff like what I would what I did. So you can just go to lawdepot.com. I'll put the description or the link in the description below. And you guys can go check that out. Um, it's a super helpful resource. It's actually where I get all my contracts. It's where I get my contracts for my for my marketing company, my real estate stuff, everything that I do, everything that needs a contract. That's where I go to uh, to get that done. Um, and then the next thing um, that you want to do is you you want to find investors or you want to figure out how you can market places so that when you do find a place and you do get under contract, you want to make sure that you're confident that you can get rid of it so that you aren't stuck with this place, right? That's the last thing that you want to do is you want to get a place and then you're just like, you're stuck with it, right? So, and you want to make sure you know your numbers. So when you buy a place, let's say you're buying a place for $200,000, um, you want to make sure that you know without a shadow of a doubt that you can sell that place for like 270 or 280 right? Without doing anything to it. So you want to know that because your investors, if you're getting it for 200, your investors still want a good deal on it, right? So you need to make sure that you can give them that spread. So you're like, okay, I got it for 200. I can give it to them for 220. I'll make $20,000 profit and they'll still have, uh, they'll still be buying it for under market value. Okay. And that's what you want to do. You want to have a win-win deal, right? And people will get rid of their properties for cheap. It's called finding people that actually don't want their properties. There's a lot of people that have properties that really just don't want the headache of having a property. And those are the ideal people that you want to work with. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically, that's how I did my first real estate deal. And like I said, on my YouTube channel, I'm going to be kind of recording my journey right now of going and doing another deal. Um, and I'll kind of share with you guys how I'm doing that, but yeah, that's, that's basically it guys. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. And um, if you liked it, please do leave a, um, a five-star review, leave a, leave a, uh, a comment and also share this with a friend. Like I said, let me know that you listened to this the whole way through. Let me know if you got some value from it. That also helps me out. Most of it motivates me to keep doing this stuff and to keep sharing uh, value with you guys. And uh, anyway, until next time, God bless you and uh, have, a, have, a good, uh, have a good day. Hey, thanks a lot for listening to the Tom Talk Show. I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. I hope you take action, like I was saying, because uh, information does not matter. Anything that you learn does not matter. Like people say, knowledge is power. No, knowledge with action is power. That's what powerful is, the action part. That's the that's the place where the sweet spot is, where the 1% of people that actually do something in the world make a difference okay they take action schedule it in if you want to do more real estate deals if you want to figure out more about this stuff if you're interested please feel free to reach out to me if you're an investor or if you're someone like that um, that wants to invest in some of the deals that i'm going to be doing uh, please do reach out to me and i would be happy to uh, connect with you guys i'll leave my contact details in the description and uh, until next time i uh, hope you guys get some value from this and i'll talk to you soon